Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Got an interesting case here about Tesla, but now I'll tell you right now, this happened in Germany, but you can imagine it's happening here. So it's not that crazy of a story to be importing. <laughs> it's an imported story. It's a foreign exotic imported story. Tesla autopilot leads police chase after driver falls asleep. So the driver's in the car, fell asleep, car kept driving. Police attempted to pull the car over, but the car wouldn't pull over for them. So this is from WMMT.com. Zachary Rogers wrote it, and Rob sent it to me. Uh, police in Germany say they had quite the time attempting to pull over a Tesla driver who had fallen asleep behind the wheel of his Tesla. Bamberg traffic officers tailed the electric vehicle for about 15 minutes while on the country's Autobahn after signaling for a traffic stop with repeated horns and sirens, according to a release from the Bavarian police. So they had documentary evidence to show this happened, and the car wouldn't pull over. Driver was driving on the A70 from Bamberg in the direction of Beirut around 12 p.m. when the police patrol wanted to subject him to a traffic check. Police say in the press release, once translated, he did not respond to stop signals or repeated horns from the officers. The Tesla vehicle noticeably maintained a speed of 110 kilometers per hour, which is about 68 miles per hour, according to police. Adding to this, the driver of the car was apparently asleep at the time. So this is it. Apparently, literally, asleep at the wheel. <laughs> officers found that the Tesla driver was reclining in the seat with his eyes closed and his hands off the steering wheel. This strengthened the suspicion that he had left the controls to the autopilot, but had fallen asleep. The 45-year-old driver of the Tesla eventually woke up and followed police instructions once awake. That's a rude awakening. Police noted that the man showed drug-typical abnormalities during the checkup. So you have both the word typical and abnormality in the same sentence. Adding to this, police reportedly found a steering wheel weight in the vehicle's footwell. Such a device is used to trick Tesla safety systems into thinking a driver's hands remain on a wheel so that the autopilot remains active according to the police press release. And that's one of the things that people always say. They say, Steve, you know, you've got to keep touching or, or interacting with the steering wheel. Otherwise, it knows that your hands are off the wheel and it won't do this. But apparently there's ways around that, at least according to what they're saying here. Police say that after consulting with Bamberg's prosecutor, a complaint was filed against the driver for endangering road traffic. Endangering road traffic. I suspect that that's similar to our careless or reckless driving. I'm just not sure which. A preliminary investigation was reportedly initiated against the driver, and he has to give up his driver's license until the court reaches a decision. So that's rather serious, but my understanding is that in Germany, uh, driver's licenses are very serious things in terms of uh, how much you've got to do to maintain them and keep them or to get them in the first place, jumping through a lot of hoops and so on. And that's the end of the story. But I get asked this question a lot, and I remember the question popping up because, for instance, there's the summon feature uh, that, that some of these cars have got where you can go into the app and press some buttons and voila, your car will unpark itself and come over and fetch you, which is a pretty cool concept. But, of course, that does suggest that the car is going to come get you with no driver in it. And I've had people say, Steve, if a police officer wanted to ticket that situation, well, they can't give the ticket to you because you weren't driving. And they can't ticket the car because cars don't get tickets. The tickets always go to the owner or the driver or something, but not, not the car itself. And, of course, there's a much simpler explanation, and that is whoever's in control of the car is driving it. And that's how most 
states motor vehicle codes work. Now, I'm not saying it's the case in Germany. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea how the law works in Germany. But in Michigan, to give you an example, the blue books are the law books of Michigan behind me. And uh, we have what's called the uh, Michigan Compiled Laws, MCL. Okay, The motor vehicle code is found at MCL 257 at SEC, as we like to say, meaning that there's several numbers following 257. But 257 contains definitions that are then used in the vehicle code. You want to go take a look and see like what's reckless driving or careless driving. These things all describe actions being taken by a driver, a person who's driving a car. And so there's a definition in the motor vehicle code as to what a driver is. And all you got to do is go to MCL 257.13, where it says driver means every person who drives or is an actual physical control of a vehicle. Actual physical control of a vehicle. So if you were in Michigan, sitting behind the wheel of the car, asleep, and you'd rigged it so it kept driving, you are in actual physical control of the vehicle. Now, you, I understand someone's going to say, Steve, no, no, you're not, because the car's in control of itself. Who put it in that situation? You did. So you are the one who's got the final say on whether that happens or not. So you are in actual physical control of the vehicle. You could stop it from doing that. You could interfere with it doing that. And you're the one who started it doing that. Therefore, you are in actual physical control of the vehicle. And by the way, if you want to make the argument that no, the car is driving itself, therefore I'm not in control of the vehicle, you could just as easily, when the police officer walks up, take your hands off the wheel and go, well, I'm not driving. The car is driving itself. Even though it's not Tesla, it's not a, no, it's just it's just a, it's just my, my Ford Explorer. I was I was on the road, but my hands are off the wheel and my feet are off the pedals. Therefore, it's driving itself. Can't give me a ticket. There, there's a loophole for you, officer. <laughs> Obviously not. So, if the vehicle is is motivating down the road, who's in actual physical control of the vehicle? Who's the one that can control it? Who's the one that is controlling? It? And I'm betting it's the guy behind the wheel. Now he might be asleep. But again, he's the one who started it down the road, both literally and figuratively. So that's a very simple one. Driver means every person who drives or, or is an actual physical control vehicle. And by the way, that or is disjunctive, as we say. So it means either this or this. And I've had people, of course, they want to make the argument about whether the word driver is defined elsewhere. doesn't matter because it says a person who drives or or is in actual physical control of a vehicle. So if you're in the vehicle and you're in actual physical control of it, you are the driver. You are the driver. And that also means whether or not you are driving. Because the first half says a person who drives. Second half says, or is in actual physical control of a vehicle. So there you go. So the guy who gets in his Tesla and is going down the road, and for whatever reason, he falls asleep and the car is driving itself, uh, legally, no. The guy who's in the seat behind the wheel is driving it. The purposes of the statute, at least in Michigan, and most states, by the way, have a statute very, very similar to this. I'm just not sure what the case is in Germany. That's all. So it's a crazy story, but this is the kind of thing that people wonder about. And I wonder about it, too. I, I, I saw a story recently. They're going to start doing robo-taxis in Vegas. Robo-taxis in Vegas. So you go on your phone, you pull up an app, and you order a taxi, and a car pulls up, just like Total Recall, car pulls up, and ain't nobody driving it. It's a robo-taxi. 
And so you climb in, and apparently through your app, you've told it where you want to go, and it takes you there and stops, and you get out. And then, of course, the app probably charges you for what just transpired, and you go on with your life. But the process is going to be, at least later on, they say, with no humans in the vehicle other than you. Now, they said that there will be a person in the vehicle to babysit it while they go through the testing phase. My question always has been, is that what if you get in the vehicle and there's no babysitter in the front seat and the vehicle starts doing something weird, like not pulling over for the cops, not pulling over for an ambulance, or what if it misses where it's supposed to go? I know you're going to say, Steve, if you put the right address in, it'll go to the right place. Ah, you know, have you got one of them GPS systems on the infotainment center of your car? I got one. And occasionally I type in stuff and it can't find the address. And occasionally I type in stuff and it auto-fills in the wrong thing. And I've also had it where I've put something in it and it fights me. It it, it wants me to say I want to go someplace else. Now, that could just be a Ford problem. But I've seen similar things happen when I use mapping software on a computer. It's done a desktop. Google Maps and I'm looking for distances between something. And occasionally you'll discover, for instance, that there is a township uh, in a county and, and, a, and a village all have the same name. And they're nowhere near each other. Who to thunk it? And so there are things that can go wrong with this. And so if you've got a taxi driver, an actual human being up front driving, in theory, you can communicate with that person and let them know, oh, there's, I think that police officer behind you, I think he wants you to pull over. Or, hey, uh, I know you're going this way, but I think my location's that way. That's a common one in New York City. <laughs> and I'm not just playing on stereotypes here. I've been in taxis in New York City. I can say that. But the point is that those things, how do you resolve them? Will, will you get on your app and quickly file a complaint with the app and say, uh, my robo-taxis go in the wrong direction? And again... Although you'd be the only human in the robo-taxi, assuming you were traveling by yourself, later on after they gotten rid of the babysitting, babysitting driver. Um, when that vehicle gets pulled over, who's driving? Well, it ain't you, because you're in the back seat. The robo-taxi is driving itself, but there's got to be somebody who's responsible for that. So I suspect that in the legislation and the laws and codes and so on that get passed to allow these kinds of things to operate, they're going to say who's on the hook for this stuff. Someone's got to be on the hook. So if the police need to pull the vehicle over, they're going to have to be able to pull the vehicle over. And they're going to issue a ticket to somebody. And they'll have to figure that out. But in this case, no question, man behind the wheel, sound asleep, he gets the ticket. And he was driving because he was in actual physical control of the vehicle. Or at least he'd be considered driving here in the U.S. In Germany, no idea. (laughs) No idea. So... It's going to be a scary concept. You're driving along, you look over, and the guy next to you is just zoned out, completely out. Although, I'll admit, when I lived in California and I went to law school in Los Angeles, driving on the freeways, going to school, you'd see people with a newspaper across their steering wheel just because there'd be times of slow bumper-to-bumper traffic. Yeah, well, I'll read the paper while I'm here, you know, or doing their makeup or whatever. But but the, but the newspaper over the steering wheel, where they kind of got to look this to, to see over the paper. Oh, traffic's moved. Hang on. They give it a little gas and then, oh. What's happening in sports? So there you go. <laughs> Tesla autopilot leads police chase after driver falls asleep. Zachary Rogers wrote that for WMMT.com. Rob sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for watching Leto's Law. An optimist turns problems into opportunities. The pessimist does the reverse.